break. I think uh, everyone restock on your beers. We all we all feeling pretty good. Everyone. Yeah, no. and we're back. We uh, good to My go, Stabby. Yeah, we ready to go, guys? Let's uh, beers, let's yes. get it going, baby. <laughs> all right, Stabby, I'll give it over to you now. Good energy. Good energy. <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks for your permission to continue. Let's get it on. So, as we decided oh, last week, God, this is not a sports podcast, but we are going to talk a little bit about sports. Um, we have. I mean, it's a thing. We're, we're not going to deny it. We have some opinions. We spend some time watching. Uh, I was thinking we could do sort of around the city, sort of a like a DC. I don't want to call it DC mess around because that's another thing, but. Um, Sort of talk a little about the week that was across uh, the district, the DMV. We already did our tech sec, so uh, that's out of the way. Thank Thank God. (laughs) Um, Wizards started winning games again, or started winning games. Um, We're not holding our breath here for anything. One day I'll watch the Wizards. I I haven't even been following them. I I saw that they were like – what four and nine? They are garbage. Yeah. So what are they? Are they on a win streak right now? What are we looking at? So they are on a. They're well. I mean, a, oh yeah, they're on a. Let's see, a win streak. It's hard to. Yeah, they won two in a row. They beat the Cavs one nineteen to ninety five yesterday, and then on Monday they beat the Magic, who are also. They're actually on a three game win streak. So theoretically, they're the hottest team in the NBA. They are actually. They are on a three game winning streak. That's the longest winning streak of any team in the NBA right so. now. So. Good Lord, look out, playoffs. We are Why does anybody watch the NBA? I mean, we talked a little bit about this last week. I think if you can tune in on any given night and, like, root for your team, like if you're a Celtics fan, and I know we spent a lot of time <laughs> fixating on Boston sports last week, but, like, oh, if you're yeah. a Celtics fan and you could turn on a game and be like, all right, they're going to win tonight. Like, I'm not thinking about championship. I'm thinking about, all right, this is a worthwhile use of my time. Um, but yeah, that said, we all pretty much know that Golden State's going to win the championship. Although they are <laughs> fighting like crazy. Have you seen this? What's going? Yeah, well, I've seen. Kevin, they hate each other. Yeah, Kevin Durant and, and Draymond Green. Yeah, they're teammates, right? They're tre- they're teammates, okay. and they are openly chirping each other like through the media. Why is Kevin Durant not playing for the Wizards? Isn't he a hometown kid? He is, but like he wants that money. He he knows our trash. Yeah, he's only trash. been there for like a year, right? Two years. He's got one more. He could opt out after this year. Um, and based he's not on coming to the Wizards. No, I'm not. He's not coming here. Are the Wizards supposed to make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you have to be above 500 to make the playoffs it's in, the, it's in the East. It's in the East, early. you don't even have to be 500. Some years, you don't have to play basketball even. We could make the playoffs in the East. Five of us suit up. Team Space Jam. Not, not quite. The Monstar Burps. <laughs> the Burp Stars. But yeah, Wizards. I guess you know three games in a row. 
not so bad. Um, got to so get, get got to get, got to get it ironed out. Really another local is Ruth Bader Ginsburg has returned to work after breaking three ribs. She's a champ. And that yeah. was, I think she was trying to dunk a basketball. She got too high and hit the rib That's on right. the yeah. way down. So. She was posterizing Dwight Howard. Yeah. 85 years old and can still dunk a basketball. So, yeah. hell, hell of a talent. Uh, just glad she's back. And Emily yeah. can't even touch the rim. So Emily can't? No. <laughs> but she can score a buzzer beater in the final seconds of a floor hockey game. So Hell yeah. Her and Rockwell both. So, in other uh, DC sports news, ball hockey. Do we want to talk about it? No. If this would be sports <laughs> news. Uh, Too soon. Yeah, we, uh, we had an unfortunate... Uh, End to our season. Championship game. We uh, whew, we lost eight one, mm. but the one positive we can think about is we got the last goal of the game. So and y'all know in ball hockey, last goal wins. That's so how I've always played. So championship, own celebration counts too. Yeah. Beach had quite the celebration after. Well, I think you have to. We we deserved a goal that game. We played it. We played a good game minus the eight goals against. Yeah, they were very. They good shut us down very well. I mean, props to them. Good luck in the A League, but. Uh, I want to Fuck rematch, you guys, because yeah. <laughs> that's two championships we don't have thanks to you guys. Yeah, I think you guys did a nice job of setting expectations last week. You talked a little bit about how this is a team that you had lost to in the past, and it sort of sounds like they were just a bunch of ringers. So I mean, they, I think they have a good team chemistry. I think they've definitely been playing for a while. I've got a couple of good bruises. Some of, some of their guys might play a little bit too hard. I have a bruise uh, on my ass from blocking a shot by Ryan O'Dell. Yeah, that goal is a beat about our own team. Yeah, so I mean – they're 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 a great team. It's fun playing against them, and usually it's, it's all all good and fun. But do you guys want to th- see? There's the always Aspers? a couple uh, little feisty. Do you want me to there. put the Aspers on the Instagram account, Brett? Can you? Yeah, let's. Can uh, you just please keep your, put your pants back on, Brett? <laughs> Brett, Jesus, man, put your pants I back on. I am now chopping off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. <laughs> Pants, but the, I don't get it. <laughs> wow. Um, that, that jumped a little early. Well, I'm sorry you guys lost. Uh, sounds like it was a good season. Sounds like a lot of development from a lot of different players. Um, yeah, I think we, we, we if we're talking local D.C. sports, we got to talk Redskins. I mean, they are still the biggest show in town by some people's accounts. Uh, we talked about it. it. We talked about it last I, week. In season, I like it, but out of season, I hate it. Yeah, I don't they disagree. S- they still beat the Caps. Like they still talk about the skins uh, during the Caps postseason run. I was like, "Why? What are we doing here? Why are we not talking like all?" They caps? they run the show locally, but they get more. I mean, the skins do bring in more more fans, but they did a better job talking Caps later on. But yeah, the skins dominate the the sports talk, which so is all right if they're good. But if they're bad, I don't really want to hear it because. It's sure. just annoying kind of radio. So I'm sure you guys, I hope most most of you heard it. Um, they won on the road in Tampa, a, a win I think a lot of us didn't see coming. Maybe all of us, I think we, they we gave up. About. I picked them four. to win, but I wasn't terribly confident about they it. They gave yeah. up 400 yards passing Over and no touchdowns. No, no, 408. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, well, total yards. Yeah, total. 500, they gave up 500 total yards and so, 400 passing yards. Amazing that they only held him to three points. They can't do yeah, that again. I think That's like they a said record. since 1960 that was the lowest um, point total a team's had with that many yards. So incredible on the defense. I know they had at least two red zone Some turnovers. Very, very lucky breaks. Um, but, but did any of you guys see – thanks, Brett. Um, 
what the players were saying about after they won on the road. I yeah, so this Norman. is this is the biggest story of the yeah. week, yeah. and it has gotten a ton of traction. And I think um, it should. Like, it says something about the fans in DC, at least the Redskins no, fans. No, I honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the fans. I think it says a lot about the stadium experience well, more yeah. than so the b- fans. Before yeah. we before we I think discuss it, we need to sort of let just put it out there what we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. After the game, um, someone interviewed Josh Norman, who is the Redskins star cornerback, um, and he said something to the effect of that the guys play better on the road. They like being on the road more because the fans are extremely negative when they're at home. When things aren't going well, they get booed. The crowds are too quiet. Um, and I think a lot of people had a very negative reaction to that. DJ Swearinger, who is a player that a lot of people love, sort of echoed his sentiments in another interview. The two things that I personally differentiate are what I think Chris is about to talk about in terms of like overall stadium experience or at the stadium, at FedEx Field, and separately the attitudes of the fans who are there. And I think those are two separate issues. I don't think there are very many people who would say that FedEx Field is a good fan experience but the thing that a lot of people were kind of getting their panties in a bunch about was, well, how dare you insult the fans? Um, you know, they've been here for longer than you're here. They'll be here after you're here. So how, how can you criticize anybody for their experiences? What, what I can talk about is this is a team that's 6-3, and three, something we haven't seen in I don't know how long. Since but this is a 99. winning team, a team that has a very good chance to win the division playoff chance and that's all you ever want you want your team to make the playoffs get a chance to to play past the regular season go for the championship doubt it's going to happen but you at least want the chance so i agree with what the players are saying or saying because typically i feel like the the fans are pessimists but you got to roll with this this good run they're on right now and looking at the schedule you got to think there's a good shot they can uh make something happen here going down the line sure uh, yeah, I'd like to interject here, and I think um, for me, the the main issue I have is just the overall fan experience going to that stadium. Um, I view myself as a casual fan, and I would say a 50-50 fan. I watch, I root for them, but I'm not overly invested, and partly it's the ownership, but... The other part is just getting to the games in general. Um, so first of all, they're uh, out in Landover, Landover, yeah, Landover, yep. Maryland. Um, so close to Burtonsville, baby. Quite I mean, like thirty minutes, but yeah, quite difficult to get there via metro. It's uh, it's a long ride. Plus, you you get off the metro and then you're walking quite a distance mm-hmm. just to the stadium. If you drive. You're driving a, a far distance, and there's nothing around the stadium at all, unlike the unlike uh, Capital One Arena that has Chinatown, that has um, plenty of restaurants, venues blocks away that are going to keep people in the area before and after the games. Redskins don't have that, and aside from that, the the stadium itself is lackluster they don't have very good um like in stadium um kiosks the the amenities the amenities are terrible yeah it's just not kept well 
there's no food, there's no beer, there's nothing to keep me there. So I'd much rather just stay at home, have a good beer, and watch the game. Where are they doing those, this could be off topic, but those self-filling beers, the uh, filling the beer up from the bottom? Was that at Caps Games or is that Skins? I thought Caps Caps Game have entered or like brought in a self-pouring draft system. Okay. Yeah, yeah they have yeah, two of them. Yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting because to an extent, I mean, I grew up a Redskins fan. I think we all did. I was also, I had sort of a little, like, you know, Ravens affiliation as well. We don't have to talk about that right now. But it's hard. Thank God. <laughs> we, we can another time. But I think right. for a lot of fans, I would say more than half the fans, they have kind of divested themselves. The fans who have who've become more casual have divested themselves of their fandom not necessarily because of any of the things that the players have done, but more because of ownership and management. And it's sort of hard. How do you reconcile hating the guy who's getting your dollars and hating the one who, if they ever win a championship, is going to be the first person that lifts the trophy, but at the same time wanting to support the players and wanting them to succeed? And, you know, I can put myself in Josh Norman's shoes, which is like a crazy thing to say because I really can't do that, but... Like, can you imagine going to work and, like, having to be in that type of a working environment? I have a lot of empathy for these players who feel as though they are better supported in opposing yeah. fan stadiums than they are in their own. They have to have the worst home field advantage in all football. I, I agree. I mean, it's just so un – you don't know what's going to happen each week. It changes, and the fans have been through it, and it, it's hard for us to go with them when – we hadn't – I don't know. We haven't won two games – what was it, three games in We've a row? We've had – a decade? No, it's been that long. And like, we've had three... It's hard to, if, if that's the thing that happens. We've had three playoff wins. Three playoff wins in our lifetime? Oh and God. we, or we've seen, we were at one yeah, elimination maybe. game. And I, I, great goal Damn. right there. Um, I see it from both sides, though, because it's like, okay, yeah, we have a good team, but the skins are always, they're, they're just so inconsistent, so you never know what team's going to show up. They'll beat, they'll knock off Oakland last year, who looked like a Super Bowl contender the first few weeks, and then we blew him out. Um, and then they'll lose to Indianapolis this year, who has who had three wins on the season, and we were one of their main wins. And it's like, if we can just be consistent, we, we know what to expect. Maybe we can get that upset one week. But I always go in for hoping for the win, but it's just it's too hard to tell with this team. And so I can see it from that stand, standing point from the fans, but also the players. You got to give us a reason to expect greatness sometimes. Right. You got to own that win. Like you're the favorite, take it. You get that win this week. It, they never make it easy on the fans. And you know what? We'll get people feeling really good about this team if they win. Yeah. All of this will go away if they win. And this is like a season that no one thought. Just like the Caps, kind of after uh, Geis. What's it? Darius Geis gets yeah, hurt. Yeah, Darius Geis goes down. So they go thought, get Adrian Peterson yeah, off we were, the trash heap. What was that bet? Well, it wasn't just because Geis went down. It was their backup as well got hurt. Yeah, Chris Thompson was out. Yep. Uh, Rob Kelly looked like garbage. But you know what? Bad right Rob. now, the best. Bit Rob. <laughs> Adrian Peterson is a great story. Big fat Rob. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, there's a lot to be excited about. I think generally we're kind of, you know, like the overall tenor of the fan base is fairly pessimistic. I think it's more fun to be optimistic. Yes. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a big week this week. 
Houston is a good team. They have a quarterback who went to some school that no one's ever heard of. Clumps, clump something. Uh, clump sump. Clump sump. Clump sump. Um, that sounds right. W- they struggled. The Redskins struggled two weeks ago against Atlanta, which is a team that I think looks very similar to this uh, Texans team in terms of their offensive weapons. You know, they have DeAndre Hopkins. They just went out and got um, Demarius Thomas. So it's going to be kind of a redemption, a test for them to be able to come back and uh, maybe show something. If they get to seven wins, I don't know. People, I think attitudes are going to start changing around here. Yeah. Even after last week, I mean, that was that was a big win. And then Dallas beating Philly. Like, I don't know. We're getting some help in our own division, and it's we need to take advantage. Who picked Dallas winning Philly? Uh, Beach Roomba. Beach Roomba, yeah. You so literally heard it here first. On the podcast. I'm not done scratching my beard. Yeah, bro, we can hear I, that. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I did call that the Skins would lose to the Bucks as well, but, hey, they showed me something different this week or yeah. last week, so uh, – Let's uh, let's uh, extend that little gap here and uh, win that division. I'll I'll be excited. Hopefully, with the rest of DC. And going back to the fan experience at um, FedEx Field. FedEx, yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to a game. Four of the five of us. Uh, what? When did we go? Four years. RG three era. Um, four years ago. Maybe. And when have we been back since? No, I was saying this is the last game we went to, and uh, still. I RG3. can't even remember if they won. We or played lost. no, we played we played Tampa Bay, and I they got that. their butts kicked. Yeah, we we tailgated until the I wasn't second there, half. but there was a Bucks team that was terrible, yes. and they still ended up winning that game. We wow. saw the only touchdown of the whole game for the Skins, and we went in after the second half, and I got yelled at for wearing an RG three jersey because he. Played bad, and people were like yelling at me. Skins fans were yelling at me, like, Why do you wear that jersey? I was like, I mean, it was a present. I don't even know you. Get away from me. And, but it was, that's the last game we went to, and we just, t- we tailgated half the game, and it was yeah. fun. Ta- tailgating is most, tailgating is what makes the, the game. I feel like, and, for most um, fans. Yeah, so I don't, it was, it was okay in the stadium, but yeah, the tailgating is what makes it for me. Which is good. I mean, like, Tailgating is a very important part of the game. I mean, everybody enjoys going out, drinking with friends, like getting ready to be excited for the game. But it's anticipation of the product on the field, and the product didn't deliver, and everybody just left. I mean, nobody wanted to stay at the game. It was a, was that? It was a Scoot in. terrible experience. Well, yeah, I think I think we got in maybe before the first touchdown was scored in the better. game, and that might have been the only one. And so it was like, You're not all right, we're all here, but we were we were all feeling good anyway. We had a good tailgate session, but um, I don't know. They just it's hard to. There was nothing to keep us in the stadium. I a lot of times watching Redskins football, I'll be honest, I I kind of just rethink like, <clears throat> damn, I just sat here on the couch for three hours watching this and I saw maybe like two plays that were worth my time over this whole time period. But I, I love it when they win, but it's just like sometimes, geez, just you guys can do better. Anyone, anyone can do better than this, I would think. I'd like to say that uh, time spent together is time well spent. <laughs> Amen. All right. True. Amen. <laughs> All right, so um, we got Redskins coming up this weekend against the Texans. We'll circle back after that game is over, and then uh, the the yeah, we want to do let's do predictions for Redskins Texans. Ooh, all right, all right, that's good. I like 
the the Rexons. Chris, right. <laughs> Chris, start us off. <laughs> All right, uh, Rexons, Texans. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a pessimist. I think the the Texans stay hot. Um, they're playing well as of late, and like, even though the Redskins won last week, it was very unconvincing the way they won. I felt like they got a couple of breaks, um, especially in the red zone, and I just don't know if that's sustainable. So, score, give us a score. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, Texans, uh, let's say 28. And Redskins seventeen. Ooh, very optimistic. I've seen the future. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, I know Texans are coming in hot. I have Deshaun Watson on my team, but one thing about that, I know he's not very good in the red zone. So I'm gonna think our defense can do some, maybe things we did last week and hold Tampa Bay or hold uh, the Texans off the score sheet a little bit. So I'm gonna say we. I'm gonna say it's probably low scoring, and I'm gonna say 24 to 17 skins. PG. Um, for me, I think uh, the skins never really have a a blowout win. I think they're gonna win, but I think it's gonna be very close. Uh, I'm gonna go 2017 skins. They're gonna they're gonna have something to prove after the statements they made playing at home. I think they're gonna come out hard and and have a, a decent showing, but they never make it easy on the fans. So it's gonna be a nice close field goal range game. But I think they come out on top 2017. I think um, it's gonna be this is a measuring stick game. For the Redskins, I said that two weeks ago when they got their butts kicked by the Falcons. But you know, this is a team where you feel good about the defense most weeks. They just brought in Haha Clinton Dix at the trade deadline as a second defensive back, but they are just so thin at receiver. If they're going to win, it's going to be low scoring, um, and I think they can do that. I I don't know. I'm not 100% sold on the on Houston. I think the Redskins put up a pretty similar performance to the one they did last week, even though this is a more talented team than the Bucks are. I'm going to say 28-12 Washington. You think we can put up 28 points? Yeah, I do. You're going to go Washington? Yeah, Washington. They're at home, and I think uh, it'll be very interesting to keep an eye on what the, what the crowd noise is like this week. Because, frankly... When the Redskins have trouble at home, it's against established fan bases. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Texans are not an established fan base; they just haven't been around that long, so they're not. Those fans aren't going to brigade our stadium um, in the same way that uh, some Steelers other Steelers. Or yeah. Do you think attendance will be down for uh, Sunday? I, I, I think it'll be sort of where it is all year. Yeah. Yeah, d- I don't even know. Are they are they selling out games or? Mm, they're you can. They're finally admitting that you can buy single-game tickets, so no. <laughs> but it'll be interesting. I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. So. All right, Brett, what are your thoughts? Um. Well, so I've only ever been to one Redskins game at FedEx Field. It was with you guys. We actually met you over in the morning from my parents' house. But um, I so I agree with some of the things you guys are saying about the FedEx Field atmosphere. I think depending on the atmosphere on Sunday. And Brian, I think when you're saying that Texans doesn't have that established fan base, there's not going to be 
whole lot of Texans fans there. Um, I think I think it'll be a close game, um, but yeah, I'm, un, I'm I guess I'll have to say I'd hopefully I'm gonna be optimistic that the Skins would win, and I'm gonna say it might be something maybe the uh, Texans would own the first half of the game, but. Uh, maybe th- we'll go with Redskins comeback and it'd be a uh, 28-21 final uh, that's, score. That's an interesting take. Um, I didn't realize, but watching last week, uh, the Skins have actually had an interesting trend this season. I yeah. think maybe Second in NFL half. history, they're the only team that first team to score is the team that wins. There's they if Zero at, lead changes in any game they play all year. That's ridiculous. So first crazy. First team to score, you said? So, yeah, if, if we kick the first field goal, you can turn the TV off and know we're going to win that day. Um, oh, wow. Essentially, through nine games. Hopefully that, that – well, I don't even know if I want Hopefully that it continues, and hopefully the Reds can score first. Yeah, so let's just say that. Let's let's get that first point every night and uh, get that W. So Skins score first, and then Texans take the first half, and then Skins continue to, to win. <laughs> and then my prediction is right. <laughs> but I would love to see a change in that. I don't, I don't care if they do that all season. Just – Come out with the win, and I'm happy. Win's a win. For sure. So, uh, last team to discuss. Um, it's been kind of a tough week for the Capitals. Um, oh, now I can chime in. You this, know, is, this is the game I actually watch. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely curious. You know, there's starting to be some rumblings that we are witnessing a Stanley Cup hangover. This is a team that right now is kind of underperforming they're not you know a disaster by any stretch but they don't look sensational and it's early in the season but um i checked today we're not even in the playoffs right now like it's like it's like we're just shy of the place we're right there a win a win and we're from like the wild card and uh, regulation Ooh, another goal and as you guys like to say in fantasy hockey that it's still early the season even though i really shit the bed the first couple weeks too but i can empathize with the capitals so are we are we witnessing a Stanley Cup hangover? I don't think so. I don't um, think so either. But go ahead, Brian. I want to hear we, your we, reasoning first. I mean, <laughs> I guess it is Tom Wilson. Uh, for those listeners that aren't uh, DC based, you guys probably all think he's just a goon, but he is a very significant part of our lineup. He's he's a top line forward. He completes the Ovechkin and Kuznetsov line. Um, and I think we saw that in the first game he came back. He scored a goal, got in a fight. He didn't. I don't think he wanted to fight. It just happened. But uh, he, he got on the score sheet. But also just his insertion into the lineup kind of allows the rest of our top nine to formulate. And we have all these lines that were established in the playoffs. And uh, I think our Washington Post beat reporter, Isabel Krishudian. Um, she tweeted that the the top nine were the same as the Stanley Cup Finals uh, playoff team. So just having him back kind of got the forwards on a roll, and we put up five goals the first night back. Um, but then, unfortunately, we play the next night, and we lose two of the top six. Uh, so you never know. I mean, durability is a big thing in the NHL, but definitely helps having one of your top three back in there. Yeah, so for the uninformed Tom Wilson – um, one of the hottest Capitals player. We decided very early on, hottest Capitals not player. Unanimous. Not unanimous. Not unanimously. Uh, we'll move on. But got suspended uh, in the preseason for a hit. He made a kind of a dumb hit, but it's sort of a reputation-based suspension. He had it knocked down finally from 20 games to 14 games 
had some time served, so it got knocked down marginally. He did come back to the lineup um, and very promptly went out and got into a, a fight. Uh, but right now the Caps in the last week since last Wednesday are, let's see, one and three. Yep. And so it's, you know, like right now, you know, th- it's, again, early, but T. Willie, uh, glad to have him back, of course. Three Willie, baby. That's right. Um, it, it's that, but it's also, got to think about health. Uh, Holpe, Holpe came out all of a sudden, hasn't started the last two games, and yeah. I know he's not playing tomorrow either, so he's our starting goalie. We expect 60 starts out of him and hopefully 40 or so of those wins, but He's a big piece of our team. If he's not in, you never know. So it's hard to tell if this is a hangover or if this is just a team that's not operating at optimal capacity. I was at the Coyotes game too, and um, which at last Sunday, and um, I mean, it it was kind of funny because some fans at the end of the game were just like, "This is the Coyotes. Like, why are you guys like getting an ass whooping against the Coyotes?" But I mean, um. Coyotes are not the same team they've been. They right. They have turned things around. They are formidable. And Darcy Darcy Kemper played an amazing game, by the way. He made some great saves throughout that game. And I have my fantasy team, so because Anthony Ronta is out right now, so just gonna plug him. But can we pull up your yeah. fantasy roster here? As well? Yeah, sure. Why don't we talk about it? I'm, you know, I'm still losing to the cheese. So. We can talk about it, but I'm just gonna cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, cut cut my bullshit. Yeah, that thing. Um. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> that's going to be a soundbite, too. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Chris. I think Coyotes, um, well, first of all, they, they did play a really great game that day. And, um, you know, I, I don't think even though the, the Caps won a Stanley Cup, they're not going to come back and win every single game following the season, even though they started the very first game back in the regular season, you know, destroying the Bruins 7 nothing, like cut them wide open. And, I mean, a lot of that was probably some adrenaline coming off of the previous season and the fact that we raised the banner that night um, and, and just, you know, the, the fan uh, pandemonium and everybody being really into it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say if it's actually like a hangover or uh, if it's just us kind of kind of readjusting. And I, I would hope that they make the playoffs. I mean, I think that we've definitely broken that 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 barrier of that like Washington sports team curse and um and, and this the team the core team is still there and I do agree with you Brian I think Wilson coming back in lineup is is going to be a great thing for the team um and that we have that that core back together so what injuries aside that you can't control for that what do the caps need to do to kind of right the ship a little bit um so for me I think the Caps need to to kind of change mentality a little bit. I think, um, obviously, last year during the regular season, they had their struggles, mostly on the defensive end. Um, but a lot of that got fixed as their lineups got more <coughs> settled and they got into kind of the playoff mode. I think playoff hockey is – a lot different than the regular season. Everybody sells out to block shots. Kind of Everybody um, just goes all out. And I think that uh, we haven't really quite we reached that point this year yet, um, especially with, I think, Orpic's been hurt on the back end. We're playing um, relatively 
young defenders as our third pairing. Um, and I think people are, are, are players are still trying to to get more responsible. There's been a lot of like unnecessary penalties that are costing us. I think it's just it's a more of a mentality aspect for me right now. There really isn't that sense of urgency. I mean, because no. frankly, it isn't all that urgent. Why the hell do you need to have that urgency? We're still a cup champs. Yeah, I know. I was right. just gonna say I don't, I don't even care if the first half of this or like not even first half like. I don't think they need. The season has been <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. I want them to be in the run for it, but I'd love it more if they were just guaranteed to make the playoffs. Like. But I think the best thing for them is to always be in the mix. And they've made the playoffs, I don't know how many years of the last 10, but my favorite is when they have to fight for a spot. Like, every year that they were locked up as the one seed, I hated it because they kind of toned it down. They had nothing to play for going into the playoffs, and that's the worst kind of hockey you want. You want to be playing competitive hockey and just something to, to fight for and I think this year, if they can stay in the mix, which I think they will, like they're too good a team to miss the playoffs, I would think, on paper. Um, maybe they'll make a trade if, if something's not going right. But I think uh, I, I like I like where they're at. Um, they'll they'll get their shit together and, and get in there and have a shot for it again to defend. Two games, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, looking ahead the next week, uh, we got Avalanche. On the road tomorrow, that's a 9 p.m. puck drop. Then Monday night, 7.30 p.m., I will be writing my first recap for Japers rank as the Capitals take on the Canadians. And on Wednesday, Capitals at home against the Blackhawks. That's a 7 p.m. start time. Some good contests between now and next week. So we'll sort of see... Um, those aren't some pushovers. And, I mean, there have been times where the Canadians will just roll over on you. The Avalanche, for years, were a pushover team. Um, Chicago obviously still has some guys that are central to when they were on their cup run. They've had their struggles early on in the season, have gone through a coaching change. But uh, it'll be a nice week for the Caps if they can try and uh, turn some things around. Avalanche may have the best first line in hockey right now. Who's I think absolutely. It? I think they have right now one two in the league. Is in it points. McKinnon, Rantanen, and who? Uh, Landeskog, I think. Yeah. Oh wow! All right. So that'll be a tough test. Obviously, going on the road always a challenge. Caps fell to the Jets on the road, and that was a challenging one um, as well. That was last night. One of the big pieces from that game, one of the big takeaways from some very physical play primarily by the Jets, resulted in some supplemental discipline from Department of Player Safety. Still trying to figure out what their standard is for penalties at this point. Uh, I think trying to figure that is going to drive a sane person mad because it's impossible. It's unknowable. But um, you like that the Caps are able to respond. We started off talking about the Caps. Wilson coming back, getting into that fight, getting into the mix. And his first game back against the Wild. Um, so, really, hopefully, you can sort of start to see a little bit of a turnaround. True. What's the record with Willie in? Right? One and one? One and one. Yeah. We'll see. You take that all day. All right. So, any other DC sports thoughts? Uh, Valor still, they're getting ready for the next season. Uh, let's, let's hope they can uh, the, uh, eclipse home. that three win mark. When's hey, the championship's opener? a championship. <laughs> uh, How long is the season? 
14. You're asking a lot of tough what, questions. 13. <laughs> I, what sport, Tom, what sport know, do they play? I know they went 2-11 and 11 and somehow won the championship. So there were Wait, 13 they were games. Champions? Was that, that was the second year, right? Or this the is their second season. Second season. In the second so they season, went they two and eleven. Not bad. So that shouldn't be allowed. Bad math. That's thirteen. Well, everyone made the playoffs. They show up in the playoffs. Because there were five teams. There are five teams in the league. I think that's because of the Cavs. There's five teams the in the league. Broke the curse. Uh, Baltimore Brigade, Philadelphia Soul, Albany Coast? something or others, yeah. and the Washington Hour. There are four teams in the league. So wow. Well. They're looking to expand. They're champs, so yeah. I'll take it. But take I didn't even know they were in the championship until I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. That they won. Cool. All right. Well, any other uh, additional thoughts? Baseball hot stove heating up. We don't really need to get into it too much. Bryce Scherzer didn't win the Cy Young. That's right. Scherzer okay. didn't win the Cy Young. And, uh, Surprising, but good, good for DeGrom. 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 And uh, Soto didn't win the rookie that was of the year. Surprising. They, Who stole that? Oh, what's his name? Acuna, Acuna Jr. Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah. I think I can't really disagree too hard with either of those. Soto but. hopefully is just exactly what we've seen and will continue to be as productive because he'll win records in his own right. Absolutely. I'd like to see him just get more at-bats. Like, I think he'll just He's a beast. grow He's a great from there. addition to the team. Biggest ca- uh, Nats news of the day. They just released their spring training jerseys and hats. They are sick. I'm going to buy a hat. As if as in they're going to make you throw up or you're going to No, they're buy phenomenal. Right. They're, they're lit. Good to know. For the Fortnite teams. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wanna take another break? Yeah, I'm for it. I could yep. uh maybe another break. Right. Wiz Palace. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. Yeah.